0: yo what's good brodies and bays this is the dynasty bros fancy football podcast free draft i wish Avon would sign in and give us some horns on this hey this is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest nfl news i am dynasty bro dot here with my twinsie, dynasty bro Vic. what's up man hey i didn't know you was wearing that shirt today but fuck it <laughs> hey he walked in the stool and was like bro what shirt you got on i said bro we twinsies today, bro. Hey, but well, for a reason, though, bro, we got a dub.
1: Yeah, we did, man. Got got the Scott Fishbow dub week one.
0: Who we beat, bro? Are we supposed to throw nah, names nah, out? No, nah. no, We ain't doing that. We trying to dominate the whole fucking shit. So <laughs> I know we not gonna we not gonna act like we ain't never won before. Yeah, bro. We gonna act like we've been there before. We but. not gonna do a Russell Westbrook. Yeah, bro. This year. <laughs> All right, but look, so. Hey, week one is in the books, man. I hope you guys dominated your week one. I hope everybody that you love, your Brodies of the Year, to showed up for you this week. I, I know a couple of mine did. And I know a couple of Dynasty Bro Vicks did. So, look, we came here to talk these studs, duds, uh, recap some games, give you guys some quick analysis. So, we do do this four-minute offense. And that's what we're going to do. That's, we'll try to speed through the waiver wire, guys, who you should add and who you should drop. So we're going to get to that right now. Are oh, we going doing to that right now? Quick. Yeah, let's just get to it right now, bro. You want you want to get into the games first? Yeah. I'm excited, man. I mean, I feel like the foreman office is a good tempo setter. We always started at the beginning of everything.
1: We've been waiting for football. It finally happened. I want to start with some, I, I feel like the ads kind of lead into.
0: I feel like you usually set a tempo. I feel like we're going to start slow and then we're going to end high and it's going to kill my energy. But we're gonna go, bro. We're gonna do, we gonna, we gonna go into the let's just talk games, bro. You got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, look. You older than me by like 13 days. All right, 12. Fuck it. So based on
1: that, this is what we're gonna do, man, week to week on the redraft. We just wanna acknowledge the studs for the week and also the duds, and then we're gonna close it out with the four-minute offense. So, like my guy Dot was saying, that's where we'll go through and tell you who to add and who to drop. So yeah, man. I, I kinda like the sound of that. We got some comments, we got some questions, got some feedback. Let's see what the people talking about. Let's go. What up, Tay Lucas 21? We see you. If you want it, you can get it. Let me know. All right, bro. So based on that, man, all right, all right. I got a QB. So let's start with our first stud of the week. So Mr. Aaron Rodgers, man. So hey, he put up 33 points. Of course, it's going to vary on the points depending upon your league settings. But he finishes no more QB this week. Hey, four touchdowns, 364 yards. Hey, he looked like the old Aaron, man. What you think, man? Watching
0: that Vikings game. Hey. Devonte Adams, Devonte Adams, Devontae Adams. That's the only guy he needs. Nah, that's a well, lie, bro. And
1: then little um Alan Lazard. And then back to
0: Devontae Adams. So Yeah, bro. It it bro, he looked fire out there. They was letting him throw it. Yeah. So shout out to Aaron Rodgers, man. Everybody that, you know, still put their money down on him.
1: He's bad. I didn't see the top finish coming this week, but hey, Aaron got he still got something to
0: say. So he's still one of the, you know, top quarterbacks in the league and he showed it this week. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, can we talk about my second favorite quarterback in the league? And I've been speaking this for a while. Mr. Russell Wilson, Sierra's husband and what the women call him. (laughs) Bro, all the women love Russell Wilson. They do. Shout out to Sierra. All right, look, my guy went 31-35. to This nigga threw 88% on his passes this week. 322 yards, four touchdowns, man. No interceptions. Super efficient. Three rushes, 29 yards. Hey. Lockett still coming through, DK Metcalf coming through, man Greg Olson coming through. I mean, Chris Carson out the backfield catching the ball. He's healthy. That offense is is uh, they look like they're ready, locked and loaded, bro. I you know usually it's the defense, but that offense looks loaded. So shout out to Russell Wilson, man. He was the QB two depending on your settings, man. But he was balling. A hey, hell
1: of a Scott Fishbowl play this week, completing that number of you know passes and. Man, it was, what, fourth and five, right? And they took that shot to DK, bro?
0: Bro, that's DK, bro. They said,
1: fuck it, man. So, hey, I love to see it. So, it looks like they're going to be throwing the ball downfield. Chris Carson looked good this week. You know, he was catching the screen passes. He was running all over Atlanta's defense. So, I like what I saw. All right. Now let's get into these running backs, man. So, who were the studs this week? This guy finished number two. I'm sure he's the first player taken in all fantasy drafts this year. But Christian McCaffrey, he had a big week. Let me pull up... uh, actually. Okay, my bad. My bad. He had 28 points, (laughs) 23 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. He didn't see that many targets in the passing game. He only had like four catches. Um, So they did take a step back on getting him involved in the passing game this week, it looks like. But we saw some other people step up this week, so it makes sense. But of course, if you guys saw, you know, it definitely went down to the wire this week against the Raiders, man. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting it to be that tight. But hey, new offense, new system, new players all around. So... It was kind of a weird weird week. It felt like a preseason week kind of across the board, but I get it. But Christian still was able to maintain through all that, so.
0: And that's all that mattered. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out Tay Lucas one more time with that Let Russ Cook. I like it. All <laughs> right, so look, we're going to go into my Brody. This is my Brody, ride or die all year. Any, any bad talk about Josh Jacobs, you got to come see me. All right, look, my guy had 25 rushes, 93 yards, four catches on six targets. That was the main concern. Everybody was worried about Josh Jacobs not getting no love. I think they got rid of, they got rid of. Uh, well, Jalen Rashard stood there, but they drafted a guy that they thought was gonna be some, some get some work in the passing down. Nah, I traded him already before the season even started. Hey, my guy had three touchdowns, and the offensive line looked persistent, bro. Like I, I'm so excited, bro. Any bad talk about Josh Jacobs? You gotta come see me because my guy was the number one running back this week and I, I smell a number one running back season.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hey, if he keeps it up, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh starts going, like, top five in these, you know, startups, so.
0: Yeah. yeah. Shout out my guy, my Brody of the Year.
1: That's a Groot offense, man. Balanced attack, probably about 60, 40. They want to run the ball, man, so, and they played through Josh, so I like it. All right, let's get into these wide receiver studs for the week, so let's start with Devontae Adams, man. Number one performance at the wide receiver position, put up 42 points. 14 catches, 17 targets, over 150 yards, two touchdowns, man. Hey. Could have been more. As you see, like in the red zone, it's it's all Devontae or, or nothing. Um he actually left one out there. He left a touchdown out there. But, you know, of course he got one again later down the road. But yeah, man, as you can see, Aaron Rodgers' favorite target, that offense runs through Devontae Adams. So hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he finished as the number one wide receiver this year.
0: It, it's shit. It, He always gets so many targets. As long as it's him and Aaron Rodgers, man, you can ring it in. He had an injured season last year. He did. But uh actually he played hurt last year when he came back from it and he still still came back dominating. Yeah. Man. Um, let's talk about another guy that got injured last year that everybody is thinking is going to take the step up to be a top twelve receiver. Mr. Calvin really playing with look, the thing is, Julio still balled out. Russell Gage came out of he didn't come out of nowhere. But look, Russell Gage went and balled out too. And Ridley still was the second receiver this this week. Um, ended up getting his two touchdowns, nine catches, 130 yards. Dog out there, bro. And they're going to throw the ball. The running game is not as exciting with the Todd girly thing coming out the backfield, man. So, and this is one of those even years for Matt Ryan, so I think everybody's going to get some love this year, man. And uh Ridley is the touchdown <laughs> catcher. Between him and Julio. It's been like that yeah. for a couple of years. It's weird when you got Julio out there, but really, he's the one that gets all the touchdowns. He already didn't hit double digits before. So shout out to Calvin Really, man, balling. Yeah, it's nice to see that offense support
1: three pass catchers. And, of course, you got a fourth one in Hayden Hurst. So, you know, I would imagine throughout the season we'll see some games where Hayden Hurst take off and then maybe those games, Russell Gage take a step back and vice versa. But going forward, Really and Jones, they always going to get that work. So you can depend on them. Um, yeah, as long as I can stay healthy and stay on the field. So, hey, I like it, man. I'm actually not that surprised Really finished as the number two. Um, you know, like you said, he gets all the red zone looks. They scheme him, and when they scheme him, he's like 20 yards out, 15 yards out. So it's like a big play touchdown in the red zone. All right, we got a question. Why the hell are you wearing a Cubs hat,
0: Malcolm? That's the question from Dan. Um, The question is, I like this brand of hat. And I actually caught it on sale for like eight ninety nine. I wasn't gonna pass it up, and it kind of goes with the Scott Fishbow shirt. the The outfit screams first place.
1: It does. I like that. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into these tight ends. So my guy started off. Well, he finished as number two tight end this week, but we're not surprised. Mark Andrews, Baltimore Ravens tight end. So he had twenty two points, six six targets, but five catches, and he had two touchdowns. So. We kind of expected that for him, you know, to see some of his targets come down to that for that to regress, but and on the red zone goal line, that's Le, uh, Lamar. I was about to say Lashawn. McCoy. That's Lamar's favorite target, man, and he actually had a nice one-handed catch too, man. So I'm excited. Um, he's going to continue to turn up and be a consistent piece for us in the red zone. Excited to see Mark Andrews, you know,
0: come out the gate just balling. It's looking like I already lost that shot bet because we were talking. Ertz scored a touchdown. Andrew scored a touchdown. I said, oh, shit. And then Ertz got banged up. And I don't know what happened. But I can tell you what happened. Dallas Goddard turned up. Look, they're already banged up with the receivers. That's fine. Then you take away Mal Sanders, who is a great pass catching back out of the backfield. And what do you get? Ertz and Goddard. And then what happens when Ertz gets banged up? You just got Goddard, baby. He went out there, had eight catches, 101 yards, and really had the touchdown when Ertz was still out there before he got banged up. So he's going to stay involved. And you see those tight ends get hella targets. They they get a lot of attention in that passing game because they're short receivers, man. They have nobody else to throw it to. So those are going to be Winters' safety blankets. It's been like that for a couple years now. So even if Ertz come back, hey, Goddard is still getting his run out there. So shout out to him. And he balled out. He might can't take. This is rude. He might no. can't take a punch, but he can catch a pass. He can.
1: Hey, he slid down in the rankings in the summer, but he's back up there. So I actually forgot about that sucker punch. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Never forget the sucker punch. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we go into these duds, man, where can they follow you at? Doc? Hey, you can follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, Twinsy, where can they follow you at? Follow me at Chief Sosa FF,
1: Instagram, Twitter. Uh, be sure to follow our Facebook page, Dynasty Bros FF Podcast. It's where you catch all the live streams, all the posts. And, you know, make sure you drop your start sit questions throughout the week. You know, if you got trade questions, comments, feedback, uh, join join our Facebook page. Let's
0: get the community going. Let's get the conversation going. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I want to start doing my Brodies of the week. I'm going to start doing that. Y'all start pressuring me to do that Brodies of the week. And it won't just be Josh Jacobs every week, I swear. Yeah every other week all right bro (laughs) where we going now bro you leading the show bro all right bro let's get into these duds of the week man
1: so when we get into these duds these are you know players who we thought would have a big game based on the matchups and who just really just underperformed can I go first go ahead but I do want to add all right we got one for you Dan but I do want to add we're not gonna call out guys who who got injured
0: or you know basically got banged up that's unfair to call out Michael Thomas Clearly he's he's about to be out for weeks, but he got hurt. Why would we say that he had a bad game when he got hurt? Marlon Mack out for almost the whole season. That doesn't count. We're gonna count on these guys that are for sure starters in your roster that played the whole game, stunk it up for you. So you got a stud at or a dud at QB? Yes, bro. Look, this is good because Dan is (laughs) 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 Mr. Carson Wentz. What did what did Carson bruh. do? Or a, what, what did he not do? He he didn't even complete sixty percent of his passes this week. Man, uh, he look two two is the number this week. You know why? He only had two hundred and seventy yards passing. Two touchdowns, which ain't bad. Two interceptions, two fumbles. He played too sorry this weekend, bruh. Carson Wentz. Everybody started him. I don't care. He, he was drafted as a top-12 QB. I don't care if it's Dynasty. I don't care if it's a redraft. Carson Wentz is falling down the rankings in both of those leagues for me, man. Just, I don't know if it's him or the organization turning me off now, but they're, they're ruining him, bro. The O-line can't stay healthy. They're passing down the, the pass receivers. Off. Can't nobody stay healthy. Yeah, but wasn't he missing a tackle, and wasn't he missing Miles Sanders? You're not going to give him a pass on that? Man, it's, I give him a pass, but something is a turnoff, bro. Here's the thing. I love his talent, but it, it's, if it's not him getting hurt, it's everything around him, and for I, they brought in Jalen Rager. That's fine, but, dude, er, when Ertz gets banged up, when Alshon's already not there, they're not playing Deshaun Jackson, I don't know what to do, man, so it, it just sucks, man. It's The help sucks, Yeah, he's getting a pass from me, but that doesn't mean I want to play him. And they were playing the Washington football Team. Vic warned me about let me let me hype you up. Bro. Go ahead, Vic, go ahead, bro. Vic called me the morning of and said, Oh man, everybody they tripping on that Washington front seven, man. It ain't even bad. They good. And you know, and I was like, all right, bro, whatever. I'm still playing Carson Wentz. <laughs> hey. and, and I'm playing the Eagles defense. Fuck everything you're talking about. Backfired, playing wins and a defense. Trash.
1: Everybody scrambling Sunday morning to get Boston Scott in A lineups. Okay. That front seven, man. They brought in Chase Young. They already still got Ryan Kerrigan. They got all these guys, man. Like that front seven. Hey, it's 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 a nice core. So we're past the point of just you know glancing over these teams based on the their team name. The Washington Football Team, the Buffalo Bills. Like these names don't sound sexy, but they come to play defense. So make sure you're uh, you're doing your homework. All right, bro. You got a QB for us. Yeah, uh, my QB. I'm gonna go to LA. So Jared Goff. Um, now. Reason why I'm giving this example is just because you know it's prime time. We we're respecting this big shootout between the Cowboys and the LA Rams. Now I will say this: the Rams won the game. They actually golf actually had a good game, but this is an example where NFL production doesn't always translate into fantasy. So true. He only put up ten points in fantasy. He threw the ball thirty-one times, completed twenty. Of those completed twenty of those. Two hundred seventy-five yards passing, one interception. So no touchdowns, but they were running the ball so that was the game plan. McVay had a game plan coming in. It worked. They executed that, you know, D-line for the Cowboys. Hey, the uh what's the guy's name? I know Lawrence. I'm forgetting his first name, but you got Lawrence. They brought back uh I bet I was
0: reading comments. I just dropped the
1: ball. Basically yeah. their their D-line is, is nothing to mess with. And of course, you know, they got those linebackers. I know, you know, Vanderlisch. That is how you said. Yeah. He got banged up yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I think he like something with his neck, but that yeah. that front seven in Dallas is nice. So but yeah, you could tell they had a, you know, game plan with the quick passes going and the run game and the screen. So yeah. But uh Jared Goff, that's my dud only because again, prime time respecting this high scoring game. And again, he played well. He played well, but it just didn't translate into fantasy. So
0: And that's what we here for. We like watching football, but our job is fantasy and to tell you, hey. He might be good in real life, but he's trash in fantasy. And golf is definitely overrated. Did not deserve the money he got. He's blessed with hella talent around him and a great offensive mind as a coach. Didn't deserve the money he got. All right. Um, I got a running back, man. And it sucks. I hope this isn't a blueprint of what happened last year. But Mr. Joe Mixon, um, everybody expected Joe Burrow to come in and be the savior of that offense. And my thing is, he didn't look bad. He, he didn't look bad. But that's a lot to put on the rookies back, especially when everything else around isn't just clicking. Mixon went out there had 19 rushes, didn't even hit 70 yards, man. He had a catch for two yards. It's really it, man. You know, I don't think they're going to have a lot of scoring opportunities this year, man. I do still think there's going to be a learning curve. I, I love Joe Bora as a talent, but I still think there's a learning curve for him man. you know, transition to the NFL is different. He has weapons around him. So It would be nice if he uses them and blows up, but I still think you have to transition well, man. And He'll be all right, but I don't know until Mixon get that clicking right. I don't know what's up with him right now. I don't want no Mixon right now. He going to bounce back this week
1: on Thursday. So, of course, they play the Browns. And since we're talking about the Browns, hey, my dud at RB this week was Nick Chubb. So he only put up 4.6 points. He only had 10 carries, 60 yards. He got out-touched by Kareem Hunt. So Kareem Hunt had way more touches than he did. Um, Kareem had 13 carries. He had more targets in the passing game. So this is a guy that Nick Chubb, he was taking in the second round. Some some places even in the first round, but you got a guy like Kareem Hunt who they just extended going like what the 7th, 8th round. Mm-hmm. Man, even last year, going back to last year, Kareem Hunt looked like the better goal line back and the better red zone running back. Chubb can break those long runs. He's he's good for that, but in the red zone, Kareem Hunt, man, he's he's a passing option. He's a he's a, you know, he just looked better to me last year, so Hey, Brown's already starting off slow. Now everyone's starting to question Baker, man. What are your thoughts on that, man? Is is Baker the problem? They, they got a new coach, new system, new scheme. It's like, what, year three of installing a new offense? Baker,
0: Baker is some of the problem. He's probably majority of the problem. But you still got to put the issues to, you know, what they're running out there and what they're calling on offense sometimes is stupid. You have Odell Beckham. He's running the dumbest routes to me. They're not letting him go out there and really run legit routes, man. They're they're running everything short for him. He he can get out in space and create, man. He's a hell of a receiver. It's his second year there. So that whole no-chemistry thing with your quarterback excuse isn't gonna, gonna last. So I don't know, man. It sucks. That it actually sucks. rolls into my dud wide receiver, if you don't mind, since we were oh, talking yeah, about Cleveland. Guy.
1: Odell Beckham, man, that's my dud this week. Five, five point two points. He had 10 targets, only brought in three catches. Like you said, you could tell they're trying to force the ball to him, but that chemistry's not there with Baker and Odell. I don't know what's going on. And they scaled the offense back to where they can be, run focused, run heavy, but they're still off to a slow start. So, man, I'm, I'm just going to give it a pass this week, given this is basically a preseason game for these guys. But
0: And they played Baltimore. Yeah. And yeah. Baltimore was lighting their ass up early. They probably went straight into panic mode. So
1: they basically had to get away from their run-heavy offensive scheme. They had to throw. like They didn't have no choice, so.
0: We'll see, man. But, yeah, that's my wide receiver, Dud, Odell. All right, this name I'm about to say a lot of people are not going to like. The only reason I'm calling him a dud is just we all are excited about him, man. He had a bomb year, especially the end of the year. Mr. A.J. Brown, Uh, he only had five catches for 39 yards, man, and we're so used to seeing him make that big play. He just couldn't make it happen this week. I think my only issue is there's a guy on the other side of the field that has not been the greatest production-wise. But I don't think he looks horrible when he's actually playing. And he was taken in the first round some years back. And Devontae Parker blew up last year in his fifth year. And Corey Davis is in his fifth year. So he had a big game. That's what scares me. It's not a lot of passes to go around. Clearly, they're going to work John in. They they work Janu in the running game, out the backfield, screens. Yeah. So his spot is sewn in. Now it's just about who's going to be the number one receiver because I don't think they're going to be able to support too. So hopefully this isn't a you-got-to-figure-it-out-week-by-week week thing, man, because Corey Davis actually did look pretty good yesterday.
1: I agree. AJ's still my guy. I'm going to be patient, but, you know, they run heavy. They run a lot of play action, so Tannehill got to get to the guy that's open, whether it's a Humphreys or I'm spacing on number 14, uh, Raymond, uh, Khalif Raymond. So, You know, Of course, they got Corey Davis and AJ, but like you said, man, a lot of pass catchers. And they even threw the ball to Derrick Henry. He even caught like three screens or three passes. So yeah, Yeah, man, Um, I'm definitely going to be patient, but AJ Brown's still my guy. All right, my dud tight end, Evan Ingram. So he put up 2.9 points last night, a Monday night against Steelers. Seven targets, only two catches. That's not going to get it done. That's not the Evan Ingram we're used to. Um, We're used to seeing him turn up in the red zone. We're used to seeing him make all these plays. Over the middle of the field and break for runs, he's basically a wide receiver, um, you know, and, and playing tight end. But I don't, I don't know what it was, man. So not off to a great start. Um, hopefully he can stay healthy, but no, no concerns there as of right now. But he's off to a slow start.
0: Daniel Jones better realize what he got in the middle of that field, man. They didn't really get to play a lot last year because Evan Ingram was hurt, which he usually always is. But when Daniel Jones really took over and got the start like that, Evan Ingram was pretty much hurt by then. It wasn't playing. So this is them get, gaining that chemistry, but a smart quarterback should should start to find some trust in a talented as gifted as tight end like that. So that's cool. Um, Tyler Higby. Um, I think my only issue with Tyler Higby is they threw the ball a decent amount of times yesterday. He only had three catches on 40 yards and – I told you that I think my issue going into the season was Gerald Everett looked good at the start of the season. He couldn't get no run over him. Gerald Everett went out, got hurt. And he still only had three catches for 40 yards. So he was the only tight end there. I don't know, man. They I think they brought in those receivers. They're going to give them their shots. Um, I still seen Josh Reynolds catching passes. I seen Van Jefferson catching passes. Reliability is just, I think it's just Cooper Cup and Robert Woods out there, man. So I don't know, man. I don't think I trust the tight end position. And I, the only reason I'm calling this dud out is because the the, the the hype for Tyler Higby was so fucking crazy going into the season. So I think he dudded it out this week, man. So we'll see what happens going on, man. At least he's in the offense that throws the ball a whole lot. All right. Before we get to this four-minute offense, man, is there a
1: performance that stuck out to you this week, whether it was a rookie or any veteran, like any other player that stuck out to you this week
0: in their uh-huh. debut Hey, uh, so I will. Oh, debut, Clyde. Yeah, man, Clyde balled out, bro. Thursday night, yeah, yeah, he balled out, man. Hell of a That's, debut. Um, well, shit. Let's just. What else rookies balled out, man? Cause
1: Dobbins, man, he had a couple touchdowns. Um, not that many carries, but hey, they, they brought him in there on the red zone. But I do want to go back to Clyde. I know he struggled a little bit on the on the goal line. Hey, they're gonna clean that up. Really, all they gotta do is just run some power, run some toss. Until Clyde realizes, hey, you got to stick your foot in the ground and go. Um, so, for me, the issue there was he's just a patient runner. So, based on that, you can't be patient on the goal line when you got guys crashing down on you. Um, so, come midseason, I expect Clyde to be punching those goal line dives in.
0: Hey, DeAndre Swift actually looked decent while he was playing. I know he dropped the game winning catch. Yeah. But imagine how big of a game he would have had if he caught that, man. Yeah. We're looking at a 20-point week one. Yep. So, shout-out to Swift. He was out there getting some run, man. So, that was, that was a good debut for him, too. All right, let's
1: get into this four-minute offense. So, again, this is a, this is the waiver wire piece of the show. This is where we go through and tell you who to add and, and who to drop. Um, So, we're going to do this every week. That way, hey, this is how, you know, it gives you an edge with securing that uh, fancy championship. So, I haven't done it in a while. I was, man, hey, I'm excited, though. Let's get into it, man. We got four minutes. We're going to start the clock right now.
0: Yep. You want me soon, to go first? As soon as you say it, bro. All
1: right, here we go. Four minutes. Here we go. Four-minute yep. offense. First QB we're going to add, if you need some QB help, Gardner Minshew. So he went 19 for 20. Efficient as fuck. Complete all those passes. Three touchdowns. 173 yards. He put up 20 points. Hey, they're not tanking down there in Jacksonville, doesn't look like. So if you need some QB help, especially playing
0: in two QB league, solid solid QB too, Gardner Minshew. All right, you're giving me Malcolm, right? Yep. All right, look. My guy, Malcolm Brown... Hey, Los Angeles Rams. I still be wanting to say the other team now. Hey, eighteen for seventy nine, two touchdowns, and he caught some passes, and that's not really his forte, man. So, shout out Malcolm Brown. He, if they're in scoring position, he's going to get that goal line work, and I think they will stay in that. So. All
1: right, Nyan Himes, Indianapolis Colts running back, twenty seven points. Hey, he had seven carries, twenty eight yards for uh, for a touchdown. He also caught eight passes, so hey, heavily involved, scored a
0: touchdown there as well. Marlon Mack went down, so he's going to be involved. Marlon Mack went down, and James Conner, two banged-up running backs. Hey, if you listen to any of the deep dive stuff that we've talked about, <laughs> any advice, that's my DJ. And, uh, hey, he was 19 rush for 113 yards, didn't even get a damn touchdown. But it will come. That offense looked fluid again. They got big Ben back. All their weapons are healthy. If anything happens to James Conner, man, you're flirting with a top 15 running back. That's my opinion. All
1: right. <clears throat> If you miss out on Naeem Himes and if you miss out on Malcolm Brown, I got another running back for you guys to go get, Joshua Kelly. He looks like the goal line back for the L.A. Chargers. He had 12 carries, 60 yards, one touchdown. Hey, he, he looked fire, man. He was explosive. So young, young, young legs out of
0: UCLA, Joshua Kelly. All right, I got a receiver for you. Nobody really wants to play Mitchell Trubisky, guys, right? But we have to play Allen Robinson. And if you look into the back end of the season when Anthony Miller finally got back and healthy, he balled out just as much as Allen Robinson. Look, he went in there. He led the team with 79 yards. I know that's not a lot. But, hey, he flirted with almost double-digit touchdowns in his rookie year banged up. This guy can score. He scored this past week even with Trubisky throwing him the ball. So, hey, Anthony Miller, Chicago Bears. All right, let's go to Atlanta. Russell
1: Gage. This is a guy, it's hit or miss. Some leagues he was drafted, some leagues he weren't. In a lot of my leagues, he's on the waiver wire, so he had nine catches on 12 targets, 114 yards, 20 points. That's solid. He's going to be involved this year over the middle, um, especially if Julio and really go down this year as well. But it looks like right now Matt Ryan can't support three pass catchers.
0: Hey, everybody's so happy about Tom Brady. Everybody's so happy about that offense. Poor man's Julian Edelman is what I'm calling Scotty Miller right now. Hey. He's getting sprinkled with those small targets that really don't matter, but they're reliable. Five catches, 73 yards, and PPR, you can eat that up. That's a flex any week. So even with those two big receivers on the outside, even with those tight ends, you got Scotty Miller. I think uh, Tom Brady likes him. How are we doing
1: on time? I'm going to call it out. We got a minute and 50 seconds left. Cool. Right, we got
0: a minute eight. All right, let's go. Jared Cook,
1: tight end for the New Orleans Saints. So with Michael Thomas being out, hey, we already saw what he did when he was in the game. So Jared Cook had five catches on seven targets. Put up 13 points, 80-yard game. So I
0: expect that to go up on Monday night. All right, and I got one tight end. Look, it's not going to sound sexy. He's always hurt. But Jordan Reed, he got picked up by San Francisco to back up uh, the best uh, tight end in the league. And he got banged up this week. By he, I'm talking about George Kittle. So look out for some Jordan Reed, man. He might can help out. All right, one more tight end. Dallas Goddard, this is the guy that
1: finished number one. So he's out there. He went undrafted. So go grab grab him. He's going to be involved. And he's the future
0: there for the Eagles. So. He's practically free right now. We got 27 seconds. Hey, can I talk my. Go ahead. A couple more people. Hey, two old running backs that don't sound sexy. Adrian Peterson almost had 100 rushing yards. Bob, hey, he, he looks like the starter down there. And Frank Gore. Le'Veon Bell just went on the IR, so you can pick him up.
1: All right, we got 10 seconds. Go ahead and drop Marlon Mack. He's done for the season.
0: No point in wasting a roster spot. We just named hella guys you can add. Hey, drop carry on because, hey, like I just said, Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift are two starters. No carry on, baby. And that's the
1: four minute offense this week. Good shit,
0: bro. Hey, bro it's been a minute all right so uh, good shit bro. Since we did that was fire i hope we hit y'all with some good players yeah. man The only
1: thing that sucks is we ain't gonna be able to get them because everybody gonna go get them in our leagues but it's all good
0: i man, don't mind if you pick up one of my one of my guys or one of dynasty bro vic guys let me know man so i can see how that pans out for
1: you yeah Ooh, all right. So no right. drops this week. We're gonna be patient. Um again, it's you know week one, practically preseason, so no point in panicking. That's important, point. man. Say that one more time. Yeah, no point in dropping nobody this week, unless if they're injured, of course, do that, like out for the season. Yeah, but other than that, be patient with these guys. So
0: this is basically preseason for these guys. Yeah, do not drop a player that you invested high capital in. That is not smart. So all right, man, that's been the episode. But before we get out of here, where can I follow you at dot? Follow me at dynastybro dot on Instagram and Twitter. What about you, bro? Chief Sosa
1: FF. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Dynasty Bros FF. Um, and also, hey, check out Black and White Sports. So shout out to them. Hey, for giving us this exclusive redraft show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And be sure to follow our DJ, DJ A-V-O-L-X-V-E.
0: Hey, Eagles suck. What up, Dan? <laughs> hey,
1: my, my coach going to bounce back this week, man. So.
0: Oh, man, they need some better coaching. We could probably run up some plays better than them, bro. They are going to be straight. All right. Uh, we got 13 seconds, man. I feel like I want to say something cool. Hey, Josh Jacobs is my Brody of the year. Any disrespect, come holla at me. Future Scott Fish Bowl winners, right here. All right. Let's get it. All right. Until next time, we'll be back next week. Hey.